Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. I am excited to come in with a solo episode today, talking to you about a question that came up in a recent mom podcasting group I was in. The amazing Amanda Bennett, who we have had on and will be collaborating with more here in the future, has created this amazing space of mom podcasters. And once a month, we all get together and Either we have a new speaker telling us how we can improve our podcasts or answering questions for us, or all of us moms just talk about what we're up to, where we're at, all the things. So if you're not already a part of that group, make sure you click the link below and you can join us on the next call. And you can also make sure if you are in the group already that you're a part of our directory so you can meet more amazing mom founders, mompreneurs who may also have a podcast as well. But when we were on this call, one of the women asked, a question that I was just so excited to answer. And so I thought I'd share it with you here. The question she asked was, how do you stay in a relationship with people, specifically your podcast guests or fellow collaborators, and how do you build it? And in my course of not only running this business, but my last, relationships and connection has been always the forefront of what I do and also what I've become known for. And so I wanted to share with you guys my viewpoints and my thoughts and the things that were bubbling up that if it was a one-on-one conversation, I wanted to just word vomit to her because I thought it might be helpful for you to hear as well. So let me talk through first about how I met people that are strong connections and relationships and what that process looked like first. Because I know some questions that come up with podcasting that some people struggle with are finding guests, finding good line guests and not just having anybody on. And so the first thing, the first, first thing that I did, you can listen back to episode 98 to learn more about this, but I really had mapped out like what in the world I was doing here and was very, very clear on who I wanted on the podcast, what types of conversations I wanted to have because of how that really pairs into my mission and my vision and my why and the legacy that I want to leave, what I call my guiding compass. And so because I had that clearly mapped out and I knew those things, so for example, like I needed, you know, mompreneurs, moms who have founded their own businesses to come on. I also wanted to make sure that they were in alignment with me and that we really jived and had good conversations. And then on top of that, also making sure that when they come on my show, They can help us learn how to be more present or productive and that whatever tips and tricks that they share, they have a way to support a person on the back end because I think it's just so helpful to hear somebody and then if you fall in love with them, be able to take that next step or be able to learn more. So those are always kind of my lenses that I have when I meet new people. But then how I actually found them was actually Instagram. I took it upon myself when I first pivoted into this business that anybody who joined my Instagram community, I treated like a Facebook community or like a Facebook group or like somebody literally coming into a real life community with me. And so 
anybody who followed me, I would respond back and welcome them. And I've gotten off the bandwagon a little bit, but it's something that is so important to me that I wanted to continue doing. But I would just welcome them in. I'd start a conversation. I love audio messages. And so that is how I did it because that was personal and authentic to me. And I would just ask and say like, hey, thank you so much for joining this community. Tell me more about you, about the mom and entrepreneur side of your life. And once we talked a little bit more, if it felt like we vibed enough that we would want to continue. And if I heard more about their business and thought, ooh, this would be great for the podcast, then I would offer what I call a collaboration call. So it's just a thing I have on my Calendly, a a call scheduled that creates a Zoom link. And I just hop on for 20 minutes and get to actually view these people, meet these people on Zoom in real life in a sense. And we would talk and we learned more about each other's families and what the work we were doing and what their goals were, what they were looking to do next in their business. And if it was an alignment that I would say, oh my gosh, I would love to support you and highlight you and have them on the podcast. So I want to pause here and just say, I already had multiple touch points with these people and multiple conversations. So it wasn't just a, oh, you'd be a good guest. I want to have you on. I really was building friendships with these women. So by the time they came on the podcast and we were on another Zoom, we had more conversation. That was another hour. And I already knew a lot about them because we had kind of gone back and forth like a regular relationship, like a dating type of relationship, if you will. And when that would jive and and just be so good because I had my filters on the front end and then I would have all these conversations preceding the, the podcast interview. By the end, it was like, how can we continue to work together? And innately, they would then ask me to participate in something of theirs, whether that was their own podcast or an Instagram live. I also would offer an Instagram live when the podcast episode came out. So that was another touch point we had. And then we just started to connect and refer each other. I found that the more that I learn about people, the easier it is for me to be armed with that information to then pass them on to the next person to hear and see like, oh, you know, you're really into this and we've talked about this or you're into exercise or you've got kids the same age or, or you're into this modality or that or, or this extracurricular activity. And so when I hear those things and then I meet another amazing mompreneur, I'm like, oh my gosh, you two should talk. You should do, you two should connect and collaborate. And that I think is the definition of building, right? It's brick by brick, step by step, not just trying to take a fast I need you, I want you for my benefit, but truly building a friendship. I honestly feel like everybody that I've had on the podcast, we have friendships and we continue to maintain those, not only right after we've done the interviews by, you know, connecting each other with more people or having them on a different platform that we have, but then I check in also probably once a month with everybody, not because I have it like scheduled on my calendar to do so, but because we're genuinely friends and that's how I like to have relationships. And so whenever somebody pops to mind, doing a quick 30-second audio message to say, hey, you were just on my mind. I was thinking about you. What's up? Tell me what's going on with the kids. Give me a business life update. Those are the kind of things you'll hear me say because when it comes to how do you stay in a relationship with people and build it, I feel like it's by having a real genuine relationship with people just like you have friendships in your life. And so that is how I first met the people and kind of pre-qualified them as strong connections and relationships. 
And to answer the question of why I then think that the relationship has lasted so long, uh, a lot of these women that I first had on the podcast, it's almost, it's certainly a year and a half, almost going on two years now. We're still friends and we're still collaborating and connecting and doing things together and supporting each other. And I think that's because that continued contact, the continued connection, the continued referral and keeping in touch. It's really, in my opinion, as simple as that. When you come from it from a connection and relationship standpoint, then building these relationships comes naturally. It's just the natural ebb and flow of how it goes. But that's not to say that every relationship has always been sunshine and rainbows and that this is like a foolproof thing. There have certainly been people that I have met with and we had great connections at the beginning and then we just haven't kept in touch. And they either faded or maybe never even began if I I had talked with some people and, and it just never went anywhere. And I'd say that's probably just your typical typical relationship thing again. You're not friends with every single person you meet. You don't click with everybody that you you meet or come across. If you think of a regular networking event, you wouldn't uh, immediately become best friends with every single person at that room. You'd probably connect with a couple of them. And so I think giving grace and recognition on both sides of that equation in knowing that, yeah, we might meet some people and it'll work or it won't work, or maybe you think it'll work at the beginning and then Something else comes up and you realize, oh, maybe we're not in as much alignment as we thought. Maybe we weren't, you know, the same flavor. And that's okay. And that's cool. I think that is, as an overachiever, type A, recovering all of these things, perfectionist and a people pleaser. I uh, had a hard time for a while meeting people and not giving it my all and and then if there was uh, a mismatch on my side, feeling weird about it or bad about it or anything like that. And I think what I had realized and what I had to overcome, and, and I've had this happen before, where when I realized the mismatch because of my legacy, my vision, my mission, my why, and what I'm putting out for listeners like you on the other side, I had to learn that I had to let that go for the betterment of everybody around. So when I have come across a few relationships that haven't um, been in alignment anymore, I thought we're going to be in alignment, but then when they came to fruition, they weren't. I realized having just a fair and open conversation of this stinks and it might not be fun that our collaboration isn't going to continue, but I'm recognizing that it's not going to be a fit for my audience and I need to have them at, you know, the forefront of our mind. And if it's not a fit for my audience, then it's not going to be a worthwhile fit for you either. It's not going to bring you any fruit. And so it's just not a fruitful relationship moving forward. And being open and honest and kind and understanding and, and all of those things can, can make bridging those types of relationships a little bit easier too. Because the energy that we come to anything with is what's most important and what brings about the results we're looking for on, again, both sides of that spectrum, both ends of, of that relationship. And so when I think about how do I stay in relationships, how do I build amazing relationships with fellow podcasting guests and 
allow that to spur into referrals and not having to try so aggressively to, to find guests or to find speaking opportunities or things like that. I think it all comes back to true connection and relationships and really having a true sense of what you're doing with the work that you're doing. Not saying again that that's always going to be perfect. It's going to ebb and flow and evolve and all of these things. But when you're clear on what you need for your audience and how you're serving, and then you find people in alignment with that, it's just like finding some new best friends. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing. That's definitely one of my favorite things in this business and why I love podcasting so much is just because I love getting to make new friends and new connections. But now I have the brownies or Girl Scouts song stuck in my head, the uh, make new friends but keep the old, one is silver and then the other is gold. If anybody remembers that, that's stuck in my head now. But I, I just think that's really the key here is, is treat it as relationships, not as the next business move. And that's where you'll find excitement and joy and success. And it's interesting too, because the more I think about relationships, I'm craving even more. And we're working a lot, you know, in the business, if you know some of the behind the scenes on launching the studio. And so we're going to create even more relationships there. And we're launching our directory so we can meet more mompreneurs and create more in-person and online events. And, and as we've been doing all of this work, I've really just been getting excited and leaning more into like once we're in our podcasting space, how I can't wait to have more just real conversations. I feel like I'm craving more connection of having somebody to do these conversations with. And maybe it's not all the time, but to have somebody else in the room with me and just to be able to sit here and have like a real mom and entrepreneur talk, it excites me. And sometimes maybe if you're a fellow podcaster too, you'll, you'll feel this where solo episodes are great. They show your authority. They allow people to get to know you better. And it offers, you know, information that people need to hear. It's part of your work and, and part of the way that you serve. But also I'm just feeling this pull of more conversation-based things. Like when I'm on Instagram and scrolling reels, the things that I stop at are when people are just talking and telling a story or, or telling their thoughts on an experience. And so that's something, again, just connection-wise and relationship-building-wise that I'm looking forward to in the future too is how can I take the connections that I've made and, and maybe there's some that I know that are, are deeper that I can have more connection with, more relationship and, and co-create things together. Go from me having something that I have created and I'm inviting them into, but how can I do more co-creation with amazing mompreneurs and mom founders? Because I feel like the more we link our arms together, just the stronger we are and, and the more success that we all see together. And so you might get to see some new updates too once we're in the studio of maybe having some guest co-hosts and maybe uh, less solo episodes, but maybe solo episodes kind of done in a different way. And so these are just the things that I think are all relationship-based that come to my mind. And I hope they're helpful when you're looking at your podcast or maybe the next collab that you do and thinking about how can I really nurture this as a true relationship and friendship and allow that to become a bigger part of my business and my world. Because I feel like we're in a spot where you know, it takes a village, 
It's a phrase that we hear all the time, but we have no village right now in, in this time of our mothering journeys. It seems like that concept of the village is is gone away for whatever reason. And I'd like to bring that back because it sounds amazing and helpful. And yeah, so so the more we can link our arms and the more that we can create relationships and and build these villages for ourselves, I think the better we'll feel, the more ease we'll feel, the, the more joy we'll feel. And and it's just a beautiful spot that we're in as as mompreneurs is that we can create this for ourselves and then be able to swim in it. So I hope that this was helpful. If you have questions or you have your own thoughts on relationship building, make sure you click the link below and head to our Instagram post. It's a beautiful blog style carousel type of post going over the highlights of today's episode. And I'd love to hear your feedback and your thoughts on relationship building. How do you build your podcast and the guest roster that you have? And how many times have you collaborated with people again and again because you've had these amazing relationships that you've cultivated? And if you haven't and you felt stuck in that, make sure you let us know that too, because I would love to get to support you and help you. And maybe one of our retreats would be a perfect way to get you started in that relationship cultivating space, coming into our space, getting to meet women, getting to interview them in real life, and then also getting to walk away with your podcast done for the next two months or so. It's going to be just such a beautiful place to meet mompreneurs, to get your content done, to be able to breathe and to continue the work that we love to do, which is connecting women, not only with each other, but their big ideas and themselves too. We'd love to see you there. We hope you enjoyed this episode and I will chat with you ladies again soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You have no idea how much your listenership means to me. If you loved what you heard, would you mind leaving us a review? It'll help get these episodes into more mompreneurs earbuds and into our community. Ready to get your next season or project done? then you need to check out the studio. It offers a creative, collaborative, and Instagrammable space for mompreneurs to batch their podcasts and beyond. Head to themompreneurguide.com slash studio to learn how to cut your marketing time from three months to three days so you can spread your message and mission on autopilot while enjoying the work and people you love most. See you next time.